0: Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned in to Church Nerds, and LTN Radio morning show. Backrow Radio is now LTN Radio, with the same great flavor in a shiny new wrapper. And if you're listening to this on syndicated podcast form, go ahead and head on over to LTNOnAir.com for more information and a weekly program schedule. We're pumped about this merger and we cannot wait for you to see and hear the things that we have in store for you. Once again, that's LTNOnAir.com for more details. Like I said, my name is Bubba and my entire intro has completed completely changed.
1: Yep, yeah, how to scrap, scrap the entire thing.
0: Yeah, this isn't back row radio anymore. Um, I'm not on staff at my church anymore. I'm legitimately a man without a country over here. Um, what I can say, though, is that I am one of the founders of Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors, and one that exists also to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. And that I've been working in nerd, cu- nerd, cult- nerd, nerd, culture. nerd culture missions for over eight years now. And I am currently embarking on being a full-time nerd culture missionary. So you can partner with me and this pretty lady sitting across from me financially by heading over to lovethynerd.com Bubba to find out how you can join our partner team. All right. Beat that.
1: Uh, mine's real short. Perfect. I'm Anna. I'm a homeschool mom of three. Well, I'm homeschooling three of our kids while I'm growing another one. Mm-hmm. I am on staff at our church's uh, child care uh, ministry team.
0: Brag much about being on staff at the church? Hey,
1: hey, it's me. I'm the one who's on church stuff now. So there. Uh, nerd wise, I just rebo- I rebooted our Animal Crossing Island.
0: You absolutely did.
1: So that and our has... kids
0: are furious. Well, they were.
1: I, I mean, it- I myself had some moments of um, misgivings about it. Okay. Um, so if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that when our island was set up, it was during COVID. I was spending like a thousand hours a week behind a sewing machine, making yep. masks. And so while the, the Nerdosphere was really psyched about Animal Crossing, I completely missed that. Bubba was... He, he made the island, mm-hmm. but then what that meant was that knowing that I was going to be the, probably the one who played it for longer, um, he became the, the main decision maker. You, you you, you became well, the main yeah, decision maker. yeah, my house, maker. my rules. Um, as far as like building bridges and, uh, ramps and, you know, things that need to happen. There are a bunch of things that have to be sort of initiated by that first person yeah. who makes the island. Like, we didn't realize that it was a shared no island
0: idea. Well, yeah. on our
1: Switch. So, um, then you stopped playing.
0: <laughs> I did. I did do that. <laughs> and so,
1: all of the progress, like, we never got K.K. Slider on our island at all. Nope. I don't know if we ever got above a rank C.
0: Probably not. I had a lot of trash on the island.
1: You had a lot had of a, trash.
0: A trash dump behind my house.
1: It wasn't a trash dump. It was a resource collection center.
0: Sometimes I was collecting <laughs> trash.
1: <laughs> That's. Hey, there are some insects you can only catch by collecting trash. By the way, I, I, had, them, I had all of them, and I don't have any trash out. And I am like, I'm gonna have to find a discreet place to leave some trash so I can catch flies and ants. You and did stuff, catch a ants. flea
0: on one of your.
1: I did catch a flea
0: on one of your uh, yep. your inhabitants.
1: But anyway. When I, you told me, like, I think you need to reboot the island. And I was like, ah no, no, we don't need to do that. But
0: I said that a while ago. I know.
1: Well, eventually I was like, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe I do. So I decided that I was going to do it. Uh And I went in and I researched how to do it. But then I had this moment of pause because the main thing that I have done is try to grow flowers. And it meant my yeah. entire field of crossbred flowers that yeah. I had going, that I was losing it, and it was a little. And it's not just my data, also all of the kids' data and everything we have for our houses. My They're house was pretty forever cool. From the switch, so. the, yeah, we've had some, uh, yeah, some rule development about the switch, so that had you know part of partly to do with it, mm-hmm. but it was it was a big deal. Yeah. So I'm still not back. By a long shot, where our island was in general, as far as just you know, getting the visitors and yeah. all that, I'm getting close. You're making
0: maybe. some massive I? headway. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're I, making some massive headway. I
1: almost have my second bridge built. So,
0: I, well, Not now here's here's the benefit <laughs> that you have that I didn't have. People can come to the island.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, so some some of our lovely friends from the community invite him over to pay for the bridge. gave me all of the fruits.
0: Chad will come and over and hide tools. money on the island. <laughs> he loves to do that.
1: Does he really do that? Yeah, he'd
0: we'd go over That's to Matt's funny. island all the time and legitimately just hide stuff. He'd be
1: like, <laughs> just like dig it in holes. Be like
0: hey, I hid ten grand on your island. Good luck finding it. You know, <sighs> he just he loves that stuff.
1: Well. Anyway, that is that's that's the nerdy thing that I've been doing. You were out of town for LTN Con and so I was, I was investing some time in the island.
0: I was I was out of town for our online convention.
1: I yeah. Yeah, that's confusing. None of that, your
0: business. Yeah.
1: People found that confusing.
0: Well, so like people at church, a few people. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I
1: say it's an online con, it's like, why does he have to leave?
0: The- yeah, doesn't you know the internet's everywhere? Yeah. Well, we what we did was we went to Kentucky, to Louisville, Kentucky, and that's where Matt's house is. I won't tell you exactly where it is. I could because I had memorized by heart on purpose <laughs> um, and I accidentally sent a box to the wrong address. We got it fixed, though. We got it's it fixed. It's fixed, yeah. Um, but we went there because Matt was getting a brand new computer, and that was the computer that was hosting LTNCon. And so, I mean, we upgraded his internet. We did but a whole bunch of stuff. But didn't you
1: have your plane ticket before he had the computer?
0: Well, I did because the idea was that he and I were going to get together with this new, like, every. We, we, the computer was always in the equation. But we were going to get together and host it.
1: Because your computer was better before. Was it? No, it wasn't.
0: Mm, yeah, better than his, yeah. Oh, okay. But we, we had it in our in mind that we were going to build this computer and then you know, hosted oh, there. Oh, I see. So we went down there and it kind of grew more than I thought it was going to. We ended were up having like, It was not people. just you two. No, we ended up having 10 people there, which you're like, okay, 10 How people. How did you
1: get to, who decided who got to be one of the 10?
0: They just came. Or- like if you were out of town <laughs> and you could purchase a plane ticket. We invited legitimately a lot more people, but- ultimately these were the people that came um and so it was really great to have those people there it was a lot of people um it really was
1: and now um, you all have covid
0: no i feel <laughs> fine i slept all day when i got back on monday
1: uh huh yeah. all
0: day um
1: had, well you didn't get back until a, 1:30? 2 ish
0: 2pm so like my flight was early i mean i was at the airport at 6 some people are o'clock.
1: scoffing at that definition of early, by the way.
0: Well, let me follow it up with saying that we didn't get to bed until 2.30. Yeah. Um, so from 2.30 to I think I rolled out of bed at 6.15. That was my sleep time with intermittent.
1: You had to be at the airport at 6.30 and you didn't get out of bed until 6.15?
0: We left for Still the cut. airport at
1: 6.30. Yeah, 15 minutes to get yourself ready and your stuff
0: packed. Uh, stuff is already packed. You pack the night before. It's pro tip, pack before. I just the morning still of. don't
1: think that I could. Anyway, I whatever. think
0: you could. Well, it's it's neither here nor there. We did LTN Con. It was fantastic. We loved it. Just I we from what we've heard, and if you had a chance to to experience that, from what we heard, like it was just great. Um, doing things online. If you do say so yourself. Yeah. Dude, dude. Um, we're we aired a lot of it right here on LTN Radio, so. Mm-hmm. The kind of the you know the understanding that you know uh, Coker and I struck was that we would air like fifteen minutes of one of the talks the hour after it had aired on Twitch, and so like hey you can go over to you know LTN Radio and you could listen to it, or if they're already listening to LTN Radio, they couldn't be on Twitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. It would kind of whet your appetite, and then go to LTNCon.info.
1: Okay, if,
0: if you're interested in any of that, you can still go to LTNCon.info and you can watch. All of the main stage talks that we had, they're all For there. They're free. Oh, yeah. The whole thing's 100% free. Yeah. I mean, if you want, you can still pick up a sweet t shirt or you can get a lanyard or.
1: You can still be part of the Hundo Club? Uh,
0: you absolutely. You can be part of the Hundo Club. <laughs>
1: Do you get You don't get pizza?
0: No pizza. Pizza never got oh. you Hundo Club.
1: Oh, really? Being Wait, a, what?
0: Being a partner, being a part of the fellowship, oh. that got you pizza. Uh,
1: I was trying not to talk about the pizza. Pizza's I
0: didn't fun. get pizza. You didn't sign, you didn't fill out the form. <laughs> That's how that works. The world is ruled by I didn't, those who show up. I
1: didn't, and I actually attended very little of it, which I was a little bit disappointed in. It's just that when you're gone, I have to fill the time with something or else yeah. the kids and I will kill each other at home. That's fair. And so we were doing, we were very busy, and so I had no time.
0: For yeah, I mean, this has not ever been a thing that we did. You all went and picked cotton that weekend.
1: Yeah, we're the cotton-picking yeah, cotton, stall pitting, cups. Had a
0: cotton-picking weekend. <laughs> um, some friends of ours a
1: It's a historical, have a farm. it's a living history farm. There we go. It, yeah, so it's like one of those places where you, here's <laughs> a very short story, you go and they're keeping this, this house that um, it has to do with Lyndon B. Johnson um, and they have kept it. As in 1915 operating, like running an operating farm, It's like that
0: episode of Parks and Rec.
1: Yes, it is like that, except that one was more, a little more colonial, I think, than this one. This one's a little bit later, so they use a little bit more technology. Mm. But um, (laughs) one of the things that they used to do is save all of their hair that they shed. Um, How? They had these little boxes called hair receivers. And when they, they were brushing their hair, the women, and they, you know, if they had cleaned out their hair or they had hair on them, they'd put it in the hair receiver and then they would use that for either like enhancing their hair volume and style. So now we buy hair, we buy hair, women have been buying hair for years. Okay. Like on WWE and stuff. Okay. So, like 50% of the hair on those women's heads is not, it's not. I mean, it might be real hair, but they didn't grow. They're all
0: bald. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So apparently it made me feel a little bit better that women have been doing this for years, but Um. they also would make art out of it, like braid it into, they had a piece in the house and she was like, come here, everyone. I want you to see this. What do you think that this is made out of? And then all the kids were throwing out guesses and she's like, I'll give you a hint. It's something it's human hair. that everyone has. And Caleb, our oldest one, who's eight, he goes, skin? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I come was like, on, Caleb, oh no. <laughs> it just made me like, what kind of a house are we in right now? Suddenly, this feels like a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was- This
0: is my friend <laughs> Leatherface. <laughs> he 'll show you to the meat hooks yeah
1: no it was the farm was really fun it was really really fun we'll go back again but that was one of the things we were doing while we were not attending elToncon online
0: we save our hair too just in the drain so <laughs> I guess we're kind of uh it's like gross on a historical different level farmhouse. <laughs> Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because Church Nerds will be back right here on LTN Radio. And when we come back at the top of the hour, we are going to be talking about the social dilemma. Dilemma, dilemma, dilemma. Oh, wow. That was was not a sound effect. That was just Anna repeating that over and over.
1: You didn't even know. I I was watching you you do
0: it. Oh, they. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I saw you do it. Well, (laughs) anyway, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back at the top of the hour here on LTN Radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. back to Church Nerds here on LTN Radio, the live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really wherever it is that you found us. We are just glad that you were here. And today we are talking about a documentary on Netflix. If you still have Netflix, if you don't, Hey, you just used
1: one of my talking points already. Enjoy,
0: well, you can come back to it. It's Netflix. Just enjoy the conversation and this idea of the social, the dilemma. social dilemma.
1: So I watched this first. Um, it had I was kind of I don't know. So Netflix is a Netflix thing, and Netflix has been sort of in in bad. Hot
0: uh, caca. Deep, yeah, deep, with, the,
1: with uh, not just the Christian community, but, you know, anti-human trafficking groups Absolutely. and things like that um, for a particular docu- documentary that they ran. But this one was uh, – was it a documentary?
0: I don't know. I think it was a documentary. I, I don't know. Whatever don't
1: know. it was. Anyway, I watch it. Anyway, <laughs> I saw a few of uh, friends that I follow on Facebook post about this, um, ones that I trust. And uh, I was like, man – once it got to like three of them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was like, I probably ought to watch it. And I did. And I had no less than four
0: people say, hey, have you seen The Social Dilemma?
1: Was I one of the four?
0: You were the first of the four.
1: I was the first? You were
0: the very first. Wow,
1: we, really?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was I like- I find that
1: interesting. Yeah. So That's
0: I was like- sound of a landslide. I think
1: immediately after I watched it, I came into the garage and was like, I need you to watch this. And you said- what is it? A conspiracy theory?
0: It, it, it is. It is a conspiracy theory. That doesn't mean it's not right. You
1: say that, but then when I talked to you after you watched it, you said, no, it's not a conspiracy theory because it's hard to argue with the people who actually develop the technology.
0: Right, but- uh, I don't think I said it wasn't a conspiracy theory.
1: I'll have to check my texts.
0: You're putting words in my mouth.
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: You're putting texts in my <laughs> I, fingertips. It.
1: I don't have my phone with me because um, boundaries.
0: So <laughs> I'm sitting on my phone, so.
1: Uh, anyway, so this is a Netflix documentary about the humane use of technology or perhaps lack, lack thereof. thereof. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's a bunch of interviews with... Uh, sort of the who's who's of the silicone, Silicon Valley. Yeah, almost um,
0: legitimately the, the who? Who's? Who's who's? Who's? Never heard of him? If you're not Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> I don't know who you are.
1: Right. But well, it's good to maybe see. Maybe they might have had Steve Jobs. If, um, uh, yes. Rest in peace, Steve. It's good.
0: It, well, you know, it's, it's legitimately good to see these faces and get names of people that invented invented things like Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest and Well has
1: like um wrote
0: the algorithms at Google and stuff right, like
1: that. Right. So yeah, so one of them was in charge of uh monetization yeah. on Facebook. I think he invented the like button.
0: Yep, that's what he said.
1: Um one of them is a is a big Google guy. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't an a, a Pinterest person yep. for sure. Um, along with some of the critics as well of Of some of these technologies and the way they're being used. Um, And the people who were on the technology side of it, a lot of them have walked away from their big jobs Mm -hmm. because things reached a point where they were like, we're just not sure that we're contributing to something that we can sleep at night. Sure. Uh, (laughs) This has gone somewhere that we didn't realize that it would go. And, you know,
0: not necessarily created for nefarious purposes, not at all, not being used in any way, shape or form.
1: Right there in
0: the way that they had intended. They
1: talk about that. There's no really big bad guy. It's just there were things that have happened as a result of the development of some of this technology that need to be addressed. Um, And so they have decided to pursue other things. Yeah. Yeah. uh, and some of them are like directly fighting back.
0: Yeah, um,
1: so,, uh, yeah, let's talk about it.
0: The, what do you want to talk about, man? like I this <laughs> this is such a loaded, loaded topic. Um, I, the use of technology in and of itself is something that that we have been battling with just in our own world. And you know, sometimes it gets, It gets really like like, pigeonholed into um, generational gaps. So like boomers versus Gen X versus millennial versus Gen Z and like all this stuff. And I. Well,
1: even like video games, I think sometimes are just lumped in as a thing when it's like, actually, uh, and spoiler alert here. Uh, Love thy nerd just came out. I don't know if just came out. They have they. We have an article about this on our website.
0: Yeah, social dilemma. where he's Absolutely. talking
1: about how we. One of the things he says is that uh, we'd say social media, but really you could just generalize that as the internet because you have no idea how some of the tools that you use. Yeah. Have been impacted by you know it's not just Facebook that we're talking about, um, and so. You know, video games are a part of that, but just Google or yeah. just your recipes—like, <laughs> you you need to look up recipes to, to cook. Can you even use a cookbook anymore? I don't know. No. Um, and I mean, I was having that conversation with a friend where she was like, "If I were to just walk away from technology, I wouldn't even cook the same <laughs> yeah. because I don't even have." It's not like it used to be back in the day when you went to potlucks. Yeah. And you tried 35 different green bean casseroles and then you went and asked the person who made your favorite Mm, one for their recipe or whatever To to, you know, you curated your recipe box over a lifetime, honestly. Yeah. And now we just go and see what has the best reviews. Yeah. Google it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I cook for sure.
0: I, I I just, just make the ramen, man. (laughs) I just get the best ramen.
1: Well, so how would you summarize the problem?
0: The problem, I think, or like pro-
1: what this, what the documentary I,
0: I think, I think that the social dilemma is not it's not single fold. I think it's it's twofold at the very least. That especially what the documentary is trying to get across to people is that there is there is a systemic problem, um, and we're becoming more and more familiar with this word systemic. Um, there is a systemic problem in the industry itself. And then the second part of that, the latter half, is that there is a, a secondary systemic problem with our relationship with technology How on a personal level.
1: Which has been manipulated.
0: 100%. 100%. But I think that at the same, at the same time that, that we do hold some responsibility, and I think that that's what this documentary was trying to to, to address, is that you have been manipulated,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you can still fight back. Sure. Um, no, of and course.
1: And it's crucial that you do.
0: Basically. Yeah. Th- those are like <laughs> those are like war terms and you're like, dude, it's Facebook. Like uh uh-huh. we're probably gonna be all right.
1: But legit the words civil war yeah are part of this. Like when they when they ask people if something doesn't happen, what are you realistically concerned about as a result of what if, if nothing changes? Right. And he's like, In my lifetime, civil war. Yeah. Is what I'm worried about for my children and myself. So, I mean, that's a
0: we we make big jokes. Deal. We make jokes all the time about Al Gore's rhythm. Um, you we know, do or you do. I'm just like LTN, like Matt and I. We're always okay. talking about Al Gore's rhythm, and mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about the algorithms, but mm-hmm. Al Gore's rhythm because it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Right? Because he made the Go- Well, he gets a lot of yeah. credit for creating the internet, which is bull. <laughs> honky. Um, but anyway, you know, it's the, the algorithms that exist on the, just in general on the internet are frightening. Right. Absolutely frightening. Yeah. Everybody has had that moment where they're like, how did it know that I wanted that?
1: Yeah. huh.
0: You know, the, the question of
1: is it listening we to me? We were just
0: talking about. Can this? it
1: read my thoughts? Yes. Or I think almost all of us have wondered if our phones could read our thoughts because it's so good. Yeah. At what we think it's predicting, but actually, it is true that it may be suggesting. It's suggesting. And then we thought yeah. it it is uh intercepting us.
0: It's, <gasps> well, so there there is a part in, and I don't I don't want to jump too far ahead. If this is in your in your notes here, um, but like. They're, the people that created these things these algorithms these you know the, the this technology they all basically attended the same class and or seminar that like teaches you how to for lack of a better term manipulate
1: right because it's like it's like a magic
0: trick yes kind of thing and so it's it's a lot of uh, technological sleight of hand and
1: and that's what Tristan I can't remember his last name the yep. Google guy yep he was a magician from an early age yes. and that he's talking about what the similarities of that's what magicians do. It's an illusion. You think it's your idea, yeah, but it's not your idea. They've that already, was my idea. They've already
0: picked your card right. kind of a deal. Yes. Yeah. yes. And so that's, that's the same basic concept that's going on inside of technology. And again, I'm so sorry about the tinfoil hats that are having to be put on here, but it's to, to better understand these things that you get yourself into. I mean, Love Thy Nerd has social media. And on our side of social media, we have to legitimately like fight against the algorithms because we are trying to put our things in front of the people that need to see them. Mm-hmm. But based on the choices li- yeah. that you are making, the things that you're clicking on, the stuff that, that you are – the videos that you're watching or whatever – even though you may be inside the target demographic for the content that we are legitimately paying to put in front of you, you still may not see it based on the personal algorithm that you have cultivated over X, Y, Z amount of time.
1: Right. And so the way that it does that sort of, I was trying to, trying to, you really, everybody, everybody, if you can watch it, Please just watch it because yeah. I will never be able to articulate what needs to be said sure. to make you completely understand this without you actually seeing it. But basically, as far kind of from a spiritual angle, what I liken it to is that this this algorithm, these algorithms, I'm assuming it's not just one.
0: It's one single <laughs> yeah, one global
1: Um, That apparently is kept in like, Com, uh, vaults deep 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 underground so that
0: sounded way what? darker than it is the, like <laughs> there are servers like
1: supercomputers
0: yeah well this buried is, in the ground the reason they're buried in the ground is because those things get hot and it's very cold and like they there and are they
1: don't want anyone to find them
0: microsoft has servers in the ocean and stuff like that not like, it's not like they just dropped them in the ocean, but it's no, like I, <laughs> in bunkers. But yeah, that so that, I mean, that but makes they sense. they spent
1: a lot of money. And if something happened to them, it would be a super huge deal. Oh, yeah. Like societal absolutely. collapse type of stuff. Absolutely. Anyway, anyway um, the, these algorithms are designed to to make you want to come back. Mm-hmm. They're vying for your attention. And the best way to do that is to show you things that you like. Yep. And so it learns you. It learns what you like. Yeah. And we like things that are similar to us. Sure. Because difference creates this dissonance that is uncomfortable for us. And so on a spiritual level, for me, it's like it's sort of painting the world in our image, but it's all an illusion because that's not real. No. The world is very diverse. Very but diverse. But the internet makes us feel like it's not. sometimes. Which I know you're like, that's not true. I feel like things are crazy. But your news feed <laughs> Is mostly stuff that you're interested in and Mm similar is that or similar what opinions that are similar to what you hold and things like that. And it and it because that's what feels comfortable and safe to you.
0: Well, and I think I think that even we take it a step further than that. That sometimes we feel like the algorithm doesn't do enough for us, even if we don't use those phrases or think those thoughts. Because I've seen several people in my feed that will say something and they're like. Hey, if you don't like what I'm saying, unfriend me. And so it's even going a step further to create what we have up here. You know, next talking about balance is this this idea of an echo chamber. So if only the things that you see on your feed are things that you agree with and things that are you know in your purview, you there is no bipartisan anything. Not just talking politically. I'm talking like you you lose sight. You become what you know is known on the internet today as tone deaf. Mm -hmm. Um, You start saying things that just are not true. Mm -hmm. Uh, You think about all of the things that have happened, um, the civil unrest that we've had and all sorts of things that have happened because we're fighting against people who think differently than us, who believe differently than us. With Love Thy Nerd, we, we deal with this on a daily basis because our community is legitimately so open that we want to create a safe pa- safe place for anybody to come in and just hang out, so that in relationships we can change preconceived notions that people have. But if you don't create that space, then you will never have those conversations. Those relationships will not have an opportunity to cultivate. Um, and so we have created echo chambers. And like I said, we've gone even further than that to say, hey, if you don't if you don't agree with me, just block me. You can unfriend me and mm-hmm. i don't know i i take Just i take issue with that
1: bye okay bye
0: yeah um i take issue with that cuz we'll talk about this a little bit more in in the next segment when we talk about how it actually pertains to you know Christianity and you know our our spiritual growth um but i personally have people that i follow on all sorts of social media um i watch youtube videos and follow people on twitter and uh, especially on facebook like there are people that I just vehemently disagree with mm-hmm. that I follow politically and otherwise, because I feel personally like it, it makes me a more well-rounded person. It helps to balance me out um, so that at the very least, I understand what other people are are talking about and going through rather than just saying things like, no, hmm and that being my entire argument.
1: But these people are they inflammatory people and stuff that you're some fl- are. You are
0: some are. Yeah, absolutely. I don't
1: think I could do that.
0: Well, and there <laughs> there are <laughs> some real. people. I'm. I'll, I'll be real with you. There are some people that I have had to be like, "Nah."
1: Just because sometimes it reaches a point where I feel like people aren't really trying to communicate; they're just trying to be loud.
0: Sure. And so I don't, I mean, I don't want to say that I did you know, that their voice doesn't matter because that's not what I'm saying, but it's like when I'm, I'm trying to understand what's going on. So I do, I have, I have one or two of the extremes in both areas that are a part of my, my feed, mm-hmm. um, in some way, shape Matt or form. Matt one of them. Yeah. He, that guy, I just <laughs> gotta love them all, you know? Yeah. I'll let you well, decide which extreme he's on. Yeah. <laughs> He might, he might actually be the extreme middle.
1: That mm-hmm. Extra
0: medium, Matt mm-hmm. Wormbeer. Extra, yeah.
1: extra medium. <laughs> yes, he is the Bob Marley party.
0: Oh, absolutely yeah. he is. Rastafarianism, Bob? yeah.
1: yeah. Um, well, uh, This. I don't know where to go from here, actually, because yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote this a little bit differently. I mean, I just, I think, so the documentary just kind of unpacks the process of how you end up rabbit holed certain places, Uh how that has affected certain things like conspiracy theories um, and how that can, it can potentially get out of control. That was one of the criticisms that our, um, our article on our website has is that like the dramatization was slightly cheesy in some ways and maybe a little bit far reaching.
0: When that, when the mom put the phones inside of that little um, lockbox. Yeah,
1: and those exist.
0: And that Anna. that daughter <sighs> took a hammer to it. I told Anna I was like, I know exactly what I would have done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In that moment, Did they it were make just so calm feel and like collected. parental
1: anger in that yes. moment, like, what is wrong with you? Are you yes. serious right now? But I think the moment after that where she takes her phone and she goes and she like manipulates her photo and then that one comment totally ruining her world. Yeah. was so identifiable. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, well,
0: I just know. in our house that wouldn't have been a problem because that phone would have been in a million pieces. <laughs> and then like immediately the mom is like, "Well, son, if you can um if you can be off your phone for a week, then I'll buy you a new screen." I'm like, "No. Your phone's dead, bro."
1: But he didn't do
0: it. But he was just as addicted to it as anybody was. But he
1: was waiting.
0: Yeah, well, let's see how... Watch the rest of the documentary, (laughs) and you'll see how it worked out for him to get his phone back. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Rant over. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. It's just very enlightening. It is... It's... um, manipulation that is not always nefarious but can be used nefariously sure. mostly it's profit driven oh 100 how that has you know what what will people pay to be to be able to influence you yeah one percent um was one of those yeah was one of but the if i can change
0: the whole world one percent uh-huh, you know
1: uh-huh and so um yeah dude Watch it. Well,
0: I mean, like, legitimately, and I've we've been having this this conversation a lot lately. Is you know, like, Facebook versus other things. Um, I am a huge advocate for Discord, like the the platform of Discord, because there are no algorithms mm. in Discord, none whatsoever. You as the Discord server so it's host,
1: like chaotic neutral it's is cha- what it it's one hundred percent chaotic neutral. <laughs>
0: And it's it's overwhelming because like things are not curated, mm-hmm. but you you just have access to everything.
1: So it's more like old school internet.
0: Basically, yeah, yeah. it's it's a you know it's basically like a message. Board. like.
1: I think the person who developed helped with developing Pinterest was talking about how Facebook used to be this really wild, wacky, yeah. just yeah. like you never know what you're gonna find, and how that was actually something really beautiful that she feels yeah. like has been taken away from
0: her. Well, let's just come on over to Discord. <laughs> Discord, <laughs> it's back
1: we're going to have to learn to use discord because there are, um, LTN is kind of going the discord route with yeah. a lot of things. Absolutely. And I personally feel what a lot of other people are feeling, which is the gigantic <gasps> gulp. Yeah. Cause I feel so stupid every time <laughs> I use it. Cause I'm like, I just, I don't think it's bad. I know lots of groups successfully use it. I just don't Get it?
0: Yeah, it's it is a tough, and I, I understand it. It's nobody likes change, right? Change is hard.
1: So I mean, there's plans to to ed, to educate. Oh yeah, there's going to be tons and of hold education. Hold our hands a little bit and give us some um, fancy videos and stuff on how. Yeah,
0: to, I mean, honestly, but like that's uh, every, everybody else is, and even in in the social dilemma, their some of the stuff that they gave us practical application was just get rid of all of your social media.
1: Some people's was get rid of it. But yeah. even the even the creators of some of this technology are like, I have to have email.
0: Yeah, so, um, so that's my deal. I'm like, what if we just found a safe platform?
1: Well, and I think, so in the next segment here in just a minute, because um, we are actually about to give go to a little break, but yep. we're going to be talking a little bit about how do we... I mean, we're probably not going to just get rid of it. And so how do we use it? And some of the recommendations from the Center for Humane Technology are use different apps for things. These are the apps that have been that have been created to just grab your attention. Yeah. And there are some that haven't been designed that way. So here are maybe some some uh, apps that are easier to maintain better boundaries with. So We will come back with some rep- recommendations and a little bit more discussion about how do we, how, how do we do this?
0: How you do, do this. The internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, on that note, just stick around, hang out here on LTN Radio, listen to some sweet tunes we got here, and Church shirts will be back at the top of the hour here on LTN Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds, and if you're just now tuning in on LTN Radio, the Live365 app, or any of your podcasting sources, last segment we talked about the social dilemma and what it is. Um, in both Netflix documentary form and what we actually deal with with social media. And uh, in this segment, we kind of want to talk about how do we balance this with nerd missions, church culture, and this this kind of world that we live in with Love Thy Nerd. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, you also live in in some way, shape, or form as well.
1: It's very likely that you do. I would imagine so. I don't so. know how you would be listening right now if you didn't.
0: Maybe somebody sent him a cassette tape.
1: Okay. They would have so? to be making those cassette tapes on their own,
0: well, which hey. is
1: honestly almost a little creepy.
0: I used to do that as part of my <laughs> job, so I know that it's possible.
1: Yes. <clears throat> well,
0: So you wanted to talk about the fact that nerds are online.
1: Well, because, so Love Thy Nerd, this mission, this whole vision that you had of reaching nerds in the spaces that they are in, I would say at this point in time, 90% of that is online. We still have comic books and comic book shops and friendly local game stores and stuff like that that are super fun. Yep. But even those places are finding their stuff for their shops online. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There are lots of online comics um, and it, the communities to talk about those things. Online. Mostly are online. Yep. And so um, comic cons are super fun. Mm-hmm. But that's like a small, little. Yeah, it's
0: a microcosm of, uh, of, of what where, happens.
1: Of most of the time that is spent, yeah. spending. It's mostly online. And so we're going to effectively reach them. We have to be online. Yeah. I mean, you're going to reach them for like 10 minutes of the time that they're spending with their hobby at a Comic-Con. Um, and that's just insignificant in the time of a year. Sure. I think for them. And if so, that is the
0: only time. I, I think that you could equate that to be basically the same thing as if, like legitimately, if you're only going to church on Sundays. Like if that's the only time you think about spiritual things, then you're- I, Even
1: less than that. I know what we need to do is make a ping pong ball demonst- like visual Okay, for the amount of time that they spend at Comic-Con.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hard pass. Thanks. <laughs> I know that's some a, guys though. A
1: popular a popular visual illustration for churches where it's like, this is- this color of ping pong balls is how many hours your kids are spending at church and how much time we as church leaders yeah. get to influence them. And as a parent, all of these ping pong balls are your hours of time. And it's like, you know...
0: It's a lot of ping pong a, balls.
1: It's a lot of ping pong balls. So if you yeah. make one of these, then you're stuck with ton, tons of ping pong you're balls. You're going to be
0: playing a lot of ping pong.
1: Ask us how we know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, so how do we... How do we safely, if we know that all of these algorithms exist, yeah, that there is a significant factor of manipulation going on, how do we operate and conduct ourselves um, safely, not just for our neighbors, but mm-hmm. even for ourselves in this world? Sure. Um, when it's it's important that we are intentional with the way that we use technology, and we know that it's designed to suck us in, so how do what do we do how do we do it
0: i think a lot of times what the the answer that we want to give without doing almost any research at all is is kind of in in some way shape or form this is biblical right um is just to amputate um to completely cut out you know mm-hmm. you know it's hey, if, you're, if your eye causes yeah. you sin pluck it out you know yeah it's better for one part of you to burn I think or one part of you to, to go away, then for your entire body to, to burn in hell. You, you know, it's like... You say that in a tone that's
1: like, it's not Jesus who said that.
0: I, what I'm saying is I think it's used out of context. I don't know. All the time? Every of the times? Um, you know, because we're also called to be in the world, but not of the world. And we can't be in the world if we're not in the world. So a lot mm-hmm. of times, and this leads into our next thing here, because I think that they, they run hand in hand... Is I think that what we do is we we insulate a lot. Um and I you know I know that I personally do this, and I think that just you know Christians in general, what we do, we talked about this in the last segment, is that we create these these echo chambers of mm,
1: you use that word a lot, so unpack
0: yeah. that. So so an echo chamber is uh, you know, I'm going to say something, and the only thing that I want to hear reverberating back is is my own voice. My not just me personally, but in a figurative echo chamber, it's it's the same opinions if coming back at me. it's different,
1: it has th- no place in I my. I think
0: X Y Z about something. Yup, you're okay. right. Yeah, cool. That's where I want to hang out. I want to hang out in spaces where I only hear my opinion. And I think, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, I think we talked about it before we started recording, but there is a time when that is exactly what we need to do. You need to be around people that are going to encourage you. They're going to build you up and not break you down. Not everything that you need to hear is you're wrong, right? false, nice try.
1: Because to an extent, and this was kind of a, one of the immediate thoughts that I had, and especially when we're talking about echo chambers, critics of the church, so you have this like, a Balcony basement thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, the church with what we're doing, we're, you know, creating this space that's a sanctuary, that's um, a place of protection, a place of encouragement mm-hmm. for like-minded individuals as we are trying to be like Jesus in a world that is hostile to us in many ways. Sure. Um Because especially if you are part of the persecuted church, um, that's super important and hard to come by, and so you need to have a place where you can be safe. Yeah. To, you know, express your faith, practice your um, beliefs, to 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 express worship and to you know to gain encouragement and all these kinds of things. To learn and grow because this is very different. It's very different um when you know the world around us is shouting these other things and it's like you're no you're dead wrong about yep. this and it's kind of stupid that you even would think that and how dare you say that Sure, because that implies some things about me and you know things like that um and so so it's important that we have this space that's the that's the balcony of it yeah and then the basement of it is obviously cult <laughs> 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 so it can get a little hairy a little dicey um, uh, yeah, when to. uh when Christ becomes not the center of it and it becomes more about power somehow, yeah. and taking advantage and so that's way down here. That's what shouldn't be happening. And I think that's what the world assumes is happening and is, is in an echo chamber. is yeah. like you're not being realistic and these people just want something out of you and out of me. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's and, and it's oppressive, yeah, is the thought. Um and so we need to find a balance and how is you know us coming together as believers and encouraging one another to stay the course yeah. and encouraging one another about truth because there are things that are lies in the world that we have to um kind of band around truth yeah. in a sense um in in the church um and that's part of what we do that's part of what we do in our you know our education and mm-hmm. you know s- sermons and you know different things like that and even it was interesting that in the documentary one of the things that Tristan the Google guy I'm just gonna go and call him the Google guy
0: you can just call him Tristan yeah
1: Tristan we're not early on a first date um but I th- but I think you're amazing um <laughs> he talks about how uh so one of the issues is fake news yeah um and how uh the statistic is that a fake news story is going to spread six times more rapidly than an actual news story because real news is actually boring. And he's not like a Donald Trump, like this is not a a Donald Trump Trump fake news thing. He's just talking about legitimately true and false news articles. Um, Real news is just not as exciting. And so it's really important that we have a standard for truth. Yeah. Because we've kind of thrown it out the window. And I'm like, that's interesting mm. because the church has been saying this for a really long time and has been kind of crucified about it sure, a bit. Um, so anyway, like that's something that we, it's important that we do. How do we keep it from being different from this thing that's happening online where it's like, well, I just want what's comfortable to me and to feel and just to hear the voices that are saying the same thing as mine
0: because yeah. ultimate
1: i mean we should have iron sharpening iron sure and some challenge of one another but that's different
0: yeah i think even within the church i think that we need that you know in some way shape or form i don't think that we always need to be at each other's throats and and you know i i I've, I've seen that over the last i don't know 12 years you know working in in you know full time ministry is that you you start to see that that it's just like, Hey, if you don't do things the way that I do things, you're doing things wrong. And so that's, I think that that's kind of the, the reverse of an echo chamber. But I think that that is what happens as a result of an echo chamber is that the moment something comes out that is different than what I think or believe that person is the enemy. And I think that as, as a Christian, I've been guilty of that a lot of times that I'm like, Hey man, um, you were great until you said something crazy and now you're dead to me. And I think that that is, that's harmful. I think that that's harmful to, uh, to the faith. I think it's harmful to, to me um, because you know, I, what I'm saying to that person is you no longer matter at all. Um, You're, you're, you've lost your value as a person that Jesus tied for um, because you now think this thing that may legitimately be a crazy thing to think, but, when we stop thinking about people as projects and you know uh, biblical tally marks and all sorts of stuff and we start thinking about them legitimately as people that Jesus came to die for then we start to to see that they're more than just their political opinion they're more than just this heretical thing that they said these are people that matter these are people that are made up of you know things that they've gone through every single thing that you've gone through, you, you are a sum of the moments that have led up to this moment in your life, like the same way that I am and the same way that Anna is. So like, I really, truly try to think about that. Even when I daily come into contact with people where I'm like, oh man, it'd be just so easy just to click block, um, or just to write this person off. We were talking about a person before we started rolling, um, you know, about their views on LTN and, and, you know, different ways that that they think that we're not doing ministry the way that it should be done kind of a deal. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to write these people out of my story? Do I want to write them out of my life?
1: Cut them out of your newsfeed?
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Are these things that I want to do? It, because it'd be really easy to do that. Um,
1: and I think that that is one of the differences between when we're talking about like an online community and a, and a physical community.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we often... Some people only can have online community. Sure. Um, and the people who only can have online community are some of the, some of the people that LTNCon online was very special to. Yeah. That's not the case for the majority of people. Um, and so we always encourage people like, we love you at LTN. We also want you to have a, a physical community too. Absolutely. Um, and, I, and it is- If you can. If you can. Um, and I think that that is one of the crucial differences: is that it's it's a lot harder to, you can't just click block of somebody at, at a, in a physical location. No. <laughs> you have to um, kind of be yeah. around them, yeah. and it's difficult. I think to, it's it's healthy that we have to work through those things. It's healthy that we do because that is the iron sharpening iron. Yeah. But if you find yourself being like. Challenged a lot or challenging other people a lot, you know. You have to come to this place where it's like, Am I, is this actually about, um, is this just a difference of opinion or is this actually something that has to do with how we're working our faith out? Right. You know, because that's where what's actually iron sharpening iron is this, um, Development of a Christian walk, as opposed to we just don't agree about this, and yeah. it makes me angry. You know. Yeah.
0: Like, so, um. So uh, let's let's move on just a little bit from from this. What are some legitimate practical steps that we can take? And we're not going to bombard you. There are one hundred million. We,
1: may, of them. we might a little bit. I mean, not. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the one of the things that you said to me, I, I texted you. You said. I watched The Social Dilemma. Okay, here's the history. Sorry. Backstory. I told him he needed to watch this. I told him I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. Because he was editing about a billion videos for LTE Online. Um, And so I was like, you know what? I think the night night that you were packing, I was like, watch it in the airport. You will have time in the airport to watch the dang documentary. That's your homework. And so you did. I did. A plus. Good job. Full marks. Um, you texted me and told me that you'd watched it. And I was like, is it a conspiracy? A conspiracy theory? Because that's what you'd said. And you said, no, it wasn't. That's what you said. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: And then um, you said, I wish they had had a little bit more practical application yeah. stuff than just kind of in the video, what they do is just... Like give you a few suggestions as the credits are rolling, and you kind of felt like that was not enough.
0: Yeah, well, like the whole the whole documentary basically was like, a, mm, "Drugs are bad, okay? and like, <laughs> yeah, of course, they, yeah, I get it. This is bad. What do what do I do?" And then as the credits are rolling, they're like,
1: pew, 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 <laughs> pew. "Well, we're gonna do that a little bit, but we want to do a few more than yeah. we I mean, we're, one gonna,
0: one. we're gonna we're gonna kind of hover on some."
1: So number one, the biggest thing that they are talking about is being selective about your notifications. So apparently, the color red signals something in your brain.
0: Yeah, and bulls too. And bulls.
1: (laughs) Oh, in bulls. Yeah.
0: And police officers, they'll pull a red car over. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Well, it is. It's a like documented fact. It's a
0: notification for a police officer. Oh yeah. That's what it is. Well, Bling.
1: so you'll notice that many like those little all those little icons on like an Apple phone are red. 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 Um, and so I see red. going into your settings, into your notifications and and I guess what I asked myself was what do I actually need to be notified about? Because I don't want to just turn off all notifications because for work I need to read the emails. Sure. People ask me if I read the emails, then I have to be able to say yes.
0: And I say no. I need. I have. I fight back in another way. <laughs> I just... I, he that, tells
1: people he just doesn't read them.
0: Yeah, that notification's not my dad. I'm just
1: saying if I want to have a good working relationship with my boss, I probably need to read her emails. My emails,
0: let's just real quick here. <laughs> I have 17,861 current I, emails unread.
1: I have a lot, but not like that. You got to fight um, back, guys. So, texts are also important. Um, but beyond that... And like calendar notifications of things that I have set as reminders for myself are kind of almost the only thing yeah. that I'm having my phone notify me about um, so the other kind of funny thing about this is that right after I was like I'm gonna reestablish my relationship with my devices a very generous friend of ours <laughs> um, gave me an Apple watch <laughs>
0: Which is the opposite Uh of Mm -hmm. fighting back against notifications and all that good. You say that.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Yes, I do say that out loud in front of everybody. Would you
1: agree that I've answered more of your phone calls since I've had the Apple Watch? Hey, Which are I, actually important to my life.
0: Am I saying it's not effective? No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that.
1: But I was really careful when I set it up because that was one of the um, things I'd heard friends say about the Apple Watch is like, it's always vibrating and then I'm always looking at it and then I feel addicted to it.
0: Uh, yeah. And
1: so when I set it up, I had it notify me about like three or four things, and that's it. So
0: your Apple Watch is is a wearable device that has a clock app on it, right? In the same way that your cellular device for
1: me, it's more about fitness. Has a
0: phone app on it, yeah, it, right? You it's- be, like phone calls is the least of what it does. Mm-hmm. Telling you the time is the least of what your watch does. Yep. It's a notification machine.
1: Mine's not. Because I made it not be that way. So there. So that's thing number one is just be very choosy about your notifications and eliminate most of them because. Yeah, and you can go into the
0: settings and turn them off.
1: Yes. Um, secondly, remove toxic apps, the ones that the uh, Center for Humane Technology recommends removing, and it Jeez. offers also some alternatives.
0: You can take tick toxic off of there.
1: Tick See what I did? Ooh, that's pretty good. It I is a, good. I want a
0: dollar anytime somebody says
1: that. <laughs> tick toxic. Uh, tick tock is on there. They suggest uh, did, Marco we? Polo instead.
0: Well, let's not be crazy. No, So Marco Polo is hilarious. <laughs> It's hilarious. it's hilarious and all the wrong reasons. I think it's situationally funny. Is that like it will ding you and be like, hey, so-and-so is online. Send them something. And then I've done that and they're like, do you need something? I'm like, well, that person. <laughs> Marco Polo said that you wanted to talk. Dang it. I f- I'm What a, dang it.
1: You fell for I it. I got hoodwinked. Uh, I only talk to the people I've already started conversations with. But uh, Facebook – is a bad one. Snapchat is a bad one. Uh, Instagram is a bad mm, one.
0: Do it all for the gram, baby. All
1: of those are have been specifically designed to be attention grabby. What I thought was interesting was that it says remove Instagram and use Visco for photography. And then
0: I said, "What's, What's a Visco?"
1: And I have and never you, well, been more aware of something in pop culture than Bubba has ever to date in my life.
0: Well, so I I said, "What's Visco?" And then your follow up question is, "Do you not know what a Visco girl is?"
1: I said, "Do you know what a Visco girl is?" And yeah, you said, why "No." Why would
0: Why would that be your follow up question? If I don't know what Visco is, why would I have any idea what a Visco girl is?
1: Okay, so Visco uh, stands for I think video supply company or something like that. Okay. It's an I'm assuming it was a company and then they made an app that's a photography thing. That checks out. There's like a community um where there's this sort of aesthetic about it. Uh So do you know what a hydro flask is?
0: A what now?
1: A hydro flask?
0: What does what are these words? What's a hydro flask? (laughs) It's a water bottle. Oh, we well, just say water bottle. It's, right? Is it shaped like but a flask? But you can
1: buy hydro flasks, but you pay lots and lots and lots of money for them. It's like...
0: Is it cylindrical or is it shaped like yeah. a flask?
1: No, no. It, it's not shaped like a flask. That's the confusing thing about it. Um, and apparently, I don't know, I haven't spent tons of times re- time researching it because I just felt like it wasn't worth my time. But... Um, it sort of has a valley girl um, okay. vibe to it. I got you. They dress a certain way. They talk a certain way. And apparently, there's some sound effect that they make that I could watch videos about it, but I don't really want to. Um, and so it it became some kind of sound like effect? a. It's like
0: s- 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 something, something. What? I don't know. Like a snake?
1: No. You. If you we want to watch videos, we can watch it. I don't. Do I just don't I got, care. I
0: got to get to the bottom of this. Well, if I watch it, it's going to change all my algorithms, and it's going to well, think I'm a Valley Girl.
1: Um, they're really into scrunchies. Same. And uh, Burt's Bees. Um,
0: like the lip balm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, certain backpacks, certain bracelets, and things like that. Um, and I think that it was. There were how why? I found out about it was because there were these blogs where mothers' daughters were writing other girls off as being such Visco girls. Cause it was became like sort of a stereotype.
0: Why do I want to be a Visco girl? What's going on? What, what's the
1: It was like being preppy. Really? No, I
0: mean going back to what started this entire tangent. Why do I want to be a Visco girl?
1: Oh, why do we want Visco? Instead of, Instead of, it's Instagram. a good, it's a good alternative to Instagram is what they're saying. Mm, it's pass. just funny that there became this huge stereotype <laughs> yeah. about it. That's why I, th- I thought it was funny.
0: Hard pass. I'll just, I'll, I'll <laughs> use my camera app and I'll post pictures in discord and you can hang out with me there.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, actually you taught me how to use my, uh, my own, um, photo editing mm-hmm. stuff instead of like Instagram filters. Yep. So cool. Uh, they also say to download certain apps that help do things like removing blue light, tracking your screen time and your habits and, um, practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is another word for intentionality.
0: Oh, okay. Um, that's,
1: that's the church buzzword. Um, eliminating outrage from your diet. So if you know people are toxic Twitter writers and things like that, just don't, don't follow them. So this is what kind of what we were talking about when you were like saying that you follow people who you don't agree with, which is something that they recommend, but just be choosy about the types of people who you don't recommend. If, if they are just people who are there to start dumpster fires, yep. Don't do it on either side, um, and to remove sharply polarized media outlets from your news feed, such as MSNBC on the one hand and Fox News on the other hand. So, um,
0: and that's real quick the the, rep, the website recommends yes, those two. The website. Yeah, not Church Nerds yes. or Yes, This is
1: humane tech.com. Or-
0: yeah, so we are recommendations. not. Recommendations. We are not saying, as an official stance from LTN, to cut those two specific things out. <laughs> that's this. So don't send me the emails. You because are couching this. <laughs> you already know I'm not going to read them.
1: Yeah, he won't read your emails. Yeah, uh, but you can send him a message on Discord. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, follow voices you disagree with, um, and it recommends. Uh, um, oh, it does say
0: to follow voices you disagree with. Yes. Man.
1: That's what it's saying. Remove, uh, remove, eliminate outrage, uh-huh. but follow voices that you disagree with. People who can speak respectfully and actually have conversations about things is fine yeah. and healthy. But people who just want to argue and yell online, that's what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about, is like, just don't have any part of that <sighs> it because sounds- it makes you emotional.
0: Sounds to me like uh it's all the stuff I already said. So We
1: have said several kind of, of these genius. things actually. Um they also recommend something called All Sides, um which is a cross-partisan view of things.
0: There yeah, I I I I, did, I signed up for that actually. Did you? Yeah, a while ago. And then there's also there's something that Chris Evans, um Captain America, he did where like he goes and it, it, this is highly political, but He goes and he asks the same questions to um, Republican and Democratic, you know, representatives and, Mm -hmm. you know, people at Capitol Hill and stuff like that. And then they like they go and film them and they put them on the website. So you can go and hear both sides of the same
1: argument. And this is a thing that I want to tell people as far as voting for one candidate or another. If somebody's voting for a candidate, they have probably a few good reasons yeah. For voting for them that you wouldn't hate them for. Yeah. Um but for some reason we have in our minds that they everybody just wants to kill babies and hates everyone and stuff like that. Yeah. So Okay, so uh, three more things. One of them is set boundaries um which is things like device-free dinners and shared charging stations at home. Mm-hmm. Um so that you have times that you're not with your phone and you can actually engage with people sure. in your house sure, um, and to buy separate alarm clock from your phone.
0: I hate that idea. <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely hate that idea.
1: This one you're going to hate more. Completely disconnect for one day a week.
0: That's impractical to for me. To tell
1: every, to pick a date and let your friends and family know that you're just going to be offline. I've, I have asked you to do that I, and you told me you would not yeah, flatly well, I mean, here's, and it caused a fight.
0: Here's the I deal. Think. Like I I think that those extreme measures if you have a massive issue with that yeah do that sometimes sometimes you need to detox sometimes you need to to get that stuff done um i i don't have that problem and if i do please somebody let me know that i do but i that is completely impractical for me to do because my entire job is on the internet you
1: want to hear why they want you to do it why not if everyone did this it would reduce the total time on social platforms by 15%, which would hurt their bottom line. So maybe you could just take a break, like I'm no, not, face, I'm no not Facebook. I'm not super
0: interested in sticking it to the man um, <laughs> so hard that it it hurts what I'm trying to do because my ministry is online. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you there, don't want
1: to hurt Facebook because it could hurt your community?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it kind Honestly, if you think about it, it is kind of a symbiotic relationship. Because there are people that so like they hate Facebook. It mm-hmm. just if man, if Facebook went away, that would be fantastic. But at the same time, it would also hurt them in return because what we've done is we put so much stock into a single platform. Mm-hmm. Um, where I've been saying for years
1: It is that crazy. we need to move
0: off of it and yeah. onto other things. Yep, you
1: tried me try to get me, me to use Google Plus for a while. And I Couldn't bring do it, it. it back.
0: I loved Google Plus. Anyways, uh, they already have my information. Remember
1: so. the positive, which is if you hear 99 great things and you hear one bad thing, you're always going to think about the bad thing. Yeah. Um, try to not do that. So take screenshots of positive messages and keep oh, them good. in a folder on your phone. I like that. Uh, lastly, supporting local journalism because those are real people around you with real ideas and opinions Yep. and a little bit less controlled by the big uh, sure. conglomerates. And so, um, they recommend subscribing to your local paper.
0: Well, that's, that's interesting because even in that documentary, they talked about, you know, what this looked like X years ago when like newspapers started to come out and people were addicted to reading the newspaper, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and so it's like, Well,
1: and I've said that. Yeah. Well, I, I, some it, people it, are, that just is the comes thing, down to just, that individual, responsibility 100%
0: it, it all does it yeah. all does you know like I nobody can publicly mandate things and if you think that they can just look at how it's working in other countries um when you're talking about social media and that stuff but
1: terrifying I mean
0: honestly we could go on and on and on and on, yes, and on about this this is not something that can be summed up in an hour or two hours or five hours look legitimately this is something that you need to think about and as it pertains in a, a spiritual religious context. How do you balance that? How do you take these these principles and apply them in a church, you know, setting? Mm-hmm. Um, are you inviting? Are you open? Are you listening to people who believe differently than you do? And when you hear the their beliefs that are different than yours, what what are your reactions? Um, how are you dealing with those people from here on out? Do you decide to cut them out of your life, or do you decide to, to pour into them and help build a relationship? Um, and, and maybe, maybe you guys meet in the middle on some things. Right.
1: Because one of the biggest impacts that all of this has had is polarization. Absolutely. Um, and that is what's bringing us to this point of like, I feel sometimes like we're on a roller coaster that's like going around curves and shaking every time. They're <laughs> yeah. so like, are we going to fall off of this thing?
0: Absolutely. I we, think we, are, we yeah. right.
1: Um, because you know, stuff just, ha- it feels crazy. The yeah. polarization it feels crazy. And these people are like, no, you're not crazy. It really is that steep. And it's partially induced by algorithms. Well,
0: and it doesn't just happen in the secular world. It most Mm -hmm. certainly happens inside of the church as well. So just (laughs) be on guard, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, be be thinking about these things, be talking. I, I would encourage you to talk openly with people that you're comfortable with about this and hear their take. How do they deal with it? What is What are some of the things that they do um, when they hear stuff that they don't agree with? And I'm legitimately talking about people that are in your quote unquote echo chamber.
1: Oh, you know what was one thing they said on the documentary that I have really started to put into practice is stop clicking links that are just recommended for you. Yeah. If you didn't search for it, don't click on it because all of those things are creating the rabbit hole.
0: Now listen, you know how many things I have purchased <laughs> off of Facebook. So
1: Well, it's funny because right after immediately after I watched the documentary, it was like, "Hey, uh do you want to watch Call the Midwife on Netflix?" And I was like, "No.
0: You get out of here." Don't you tell
1: me what I want to watch Netflix. You're not yes, my I dad. do. Absolutely I
0: do. But it's my idea. I'm
1: not going to do it though.
0: Never watching Call the Midwife again. <laughs> Nice try.
1: New episodes.
0: <laughs> well, I hope that you all have got some out, something out of this that uh, at, le- at the very least, it's brought it to your attention. And like I said, you may not have Netflix. Um, you may have never had Netflix, but this is something that we all need to be thinking about. And I do not advocate not being on social media, period. I just, I think that in the time that we live in, it's, it's fairly impractical to do so. And I've gotten in some pretty interesting conversations about that inside of my church and outside of my church for having that stance and with his wife and with his wife
1: um
0: you know because i do think that there is intrinsic inherent value in being on social media and we have seen through covid that if there were no social media there would have been no communication with anybody so i think good and bad came of that but i think that there's a healthy balance to strike and if you're at all interested in how it could or could not go down, I mean, just join the Love Thy Nerd Facebook community. Um, I
1: have so many more things to say. I could do an entire, like another podcast about this. Uh,
0: hard pass, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, join our community. Um, you can go to lovethynerd.com slash community. And also we love, I keep talking about Discord. Um, I would love to have you come and hang out with us in there. That's lovethynerd.com slash Discord.
1: Drop a link to a how-to and I will.
0: You're already in there. I don't know I'm what
1: in there, but I'm not in there, there, if it's you know fine. what I mean. It's fine. Notifications set to off on that one.
0: Well, hey, we're going to take a break, and when we come back at the top of the hour, we're going to close out the show, give you our nerdy recommendation of the day, and also it's our- Discord.
1: Is it Discord? What's Discord? The nerdy recommendation. Oh,
0: no. All that and more after the break, right here on LTN Radio. Well, today's nerdy recommendation for church nerds is going to be LTN Radio. And I know that might seem really weird and incepty and meta... But uh, hey, we really want you to be over there doing that. listening to the radio station. you can go to lTnonair.com or you can open up the live 365 app on your favorite digital device if you haven't locked it away in a box or if it's not your I know your deviceless Feels, day. Uh,
1: counter counterintuitive here. No
0: way, we're doing a great thing. <laughs> um, but you can you can just look for LTN radio on the live 365 app.
1: These just know that these are our recommendations and not the recommendations of any algorithms. So,
0: absolutely, yeah, you should you can definitely actually
1: do it. argue that we are fighting the man.
0: Yeah, we're sticking it to him yeah. in the best way possible. But we've got a lot of great stuff on LTNOnAir.com. You will find a schedule of what we have going on for our programs on a weekly basis and also a little bit of information about LTN radio. And you can also even support the radio station specifically if you so chose to do that. And if you do that, it only gets better from here on out. So prayerfully consider doing that. Or if you're not the praying type, just think about it. Or what I like to say, and I got this from Chris, even if you don't believe in it, play a hilarious joke on us and uh, go and give us some money. That'd be great. <laughs> um, let's hit you with that church nerds memory verse. Anna, what we got today?
1: Uh, Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 says, Look carefully, then, how you walk—not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil.
0: So, talking a little bit about intentionality mm-hmm. there, which
1: um, I think is the biggest—the biggest takeaway for this—is that we need to be paying attention. Yep. We need to know that we have an enemy, and the enemy is not Google or Facebook or Instagram or, or anything like that. Remember or- that. The the enemy is our enemy. Yeah. And to the be enemy smart. The enemy of my
0: enemy is my enemy.
1: My anemones are... The Machine enemy of anemones. my anemone is my frenemy. That's what it <laughs> says on Animal Crossing. <laughs> but that but we just need to look where we're going. Because we, we have to use technology, most of us.
0: Absolutely. So look
1: where you're going while you're walking.
0: Hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as just all the other podcasts and shows and video things that we have. And if you would like to directly support our mission at LTN and become a financial partner with us, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. And what I found to be true is that if those letters and numbers mean anything to you, they mean something to you. If they don't, cool. then they don't. And I wouldn't worry about it at all. Um, but we are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no extra cost to you.
1: You can find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms and as always, right here on LTN Radio boop, boop, each and boop. every Friday morning and also online at LTN on Air. Dot
0: com. You're gonna get that. I've got. It's blah, a new blah, one. Blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. It's a new
0: one. It's a new my, one.
1: Yeah, my mouth is used to saying something else. Other things.
0: Else. So S- with the, the Voldemort of no
1: swear words. Just yeah. uh, well, Voldemort.
0: I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say background radio, and that's it's Voldemort. Now we don't say <laughs> I know.
1: That's why I didn't, <laughs> no, say, it. Just, I didn't <laughs> say it. I didn't say. I'm trying to like not reinforce it in my brain.
0: Yeah, I accidentally said it earlier. And you we did. Had to, we we've, had to do it all, all over again. We've had to
1: redo several
0: things. No, come on. We did <gasps> Not it. Not all your
1: fault. First, fault.
0: Try, fault. first try.
1: First mm-hmm. try. Hey, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna.
0: And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, I promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.